This is the 365 Days of Multi-Level Marketing Journey to Freedom Podcast with Rome Bachelor, where Rome shares his daily journey from down and out to total financial freedom in one year, along with pro tips, tricks, strategies, and tools to help you join in on the journey. Now, here's Rome with today's Journey to Financial Freedom Podcast. Day 16 of your journey to freedom in a year. This is Rome. And yesterday on day 15, or actually our last episode, day 15, we were speaking about the big end game, the the broad view, what you're trying to accomplish that will leverage the most results, the one activity that will get you further than every other thing if you focus on it, which is connecting people and connecting people through events or what I call the campfire culture, the campfire culture, because through connecting people, feelings evolve that are motivational. There's just something that naturally happens when two people gather. That's good. When three, it's a little better. When four, the energy increases. When five, you can just feel it improve. And the more numbers, the more energy, and you have to start small with whatever you have, and then you build up to bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and more and more good feelings happen, more and more belief happens, more and more energy happens, better and better training happens, and people are more motivated, and commitments happen, which is develop leaders, which develops leaders. See, leaders aren't developed by knowledge. Leaders are developed by commitment times knowledge. Commitment times knowledge times correct knowledge. Commitment times correct knowledge develops an effective, successful leader on your team. And you can't do that by talking in their head. You have to do that by getting them around the energy that also has information that they can use to fine tune and and improve their, their process so that they can become more effective. But they, you know, it's like having, uh, the world's fastest sports car with no gas in it. If they have no motivation, if they have no belief, see belief leads belief times needs, belief times desire equals motivation. We'll probably be talking about that in a future podcast. That's the motivational formula. So when you identify the, the pain point and you identify the vision and you, 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 you give them the skills that, that they are effective and they know it, uh, then they tend to be more motive, very motivated. And then you get them around a feeling which doesn't come from you and one person or two people talking. It comes. The feeling for this kind of uh, leadership comes from getting around big, positive events. And when you get around that, then something can happen in their heart. And sometimes it takes that seventh event. Sometimes it's that first one. Sometimes it's that 17th event. But at those events, that's where people make a commitment to either take it more seriously and begin to actually build an organization, or if they're already at that point, it'll motivate them to take it a step up and move into leadership, move into leadership. So we talked about the culture of building toward events and connecting people to people, which is I called yesterday the campfire culture, the campfire culture. When you gather sticks and you bring them together at one central meeting point, the heat will sustain in that fire rather than lighting them individually all over the place and keeping them isolated. When you gather together, that's where the most success that endures and uh, um, is most, most powerful. So that was day 15. 
But now that was the broad. Now we're going to narrow it way back to the very beginning that leads to it because that's well and fine. Yet if there's this one little area that's off in the very beginning of your action taking, you're going to get, you're not going to get near the results and you're not going to get there nearly as quick, if at all. So here's today's day 16 is basically what is the motive of your heart? What is your motivation? I'll give you an illustration. So if you had your vehicle was uh, in the shop and you only had one, let's just say, and you need, you had an important day, a couple of days ahead, and it's going to take two or three or four days for your vehicle to get back. You're like, what am I going to do? Because I need one and I don't need to go to just point A and point B. I need it to go to point A, point B, point C, point D. And I just can't hitch one, a ride back and forth because it's too many stops. It's very important. I need a vehicle. I don't know what to do. I'm desperate. I don't have, let's just say I don't have any parents close by or someone that I know would easily do, you know, loan me a vehicle. And I've got to really think hard. And I know my, my neighbor down the street that I've only talked to a few times has an extra vehicle they hardly ever drive. Now put yourself in that place. And then you have to call that person and you decide this is my only way, I hope. And you call that person and you say, um, Jim, um, I don't know if you're aware, but my vehicle's in the shop for a few days and I'm really in a jam. I really need a vehicle for the next two or three days and I don't know what to do. And I know that, you know, uh, you know, we, we hardly, we don't know each other that well. I just living down the street for the last three years together. Right. So, but I was just wondering, is there any way possible? And I hate to ask, but is there any way possible that I can borrow your extra vehicle for two or three days? I mean, it would mean the world to me, you know, and they may say yes, they may say no, but how does that feel? Do you feel apprehensive? Do you feel tension? Do you feel, is it, is it a positive feeling or is it stressful? Is it, is it uh, something you dread to do? Of course. Now let's flip the switch and say you're Jim down the street and you found out that I needed a vehicle and your neighbor down the road and I was in a jam and you heard about it and you know you had this extra vehicle. You really don't need it. You only drive once in a while. And you called me up and said, hey, Rome, um, you know, this is Jim down the street. I heard you, you don't have your vehicle. Uh, and you know, it's in the shop and, and I didn't know I've got this, you know, I got this other vehicle out here and, uh, I don't really need it that often. I don't drive it that often. And I was just wondering, would it help you out if I loan it to you for a few days? Would that, is that something that could help? Man, what's the difference in the feeling if you're loaning the vehicle versus asking for the vehicle? Really? What is the difference in your feeling? What, which, which call are you more? likely to feel good about making which one is the one if you're willing to help that person out which call is easier for you and less uh, uncomfortable obviously the second one when you're helping somebody your motivation is there when you're thinking about serving somebody else your motivation is there when you're trying to solve a problem for somebody else the motivation is much much higher and the hesitation is much less there see if people do uncomfortable things and are not getting rewarded
quick enough for it financially or with recognition, and sometimes that's not enough, they won't continue to do uncomfortable things for very long. And that's another reason sometimes your team doesn't retain. That's the other reason your team sometimes doesn't retain. The approach may be one that's salesy. The approach may be one that's full of rejection. The approach may be one that's uncomfortable. And so analyze your process, analyze your approach. And more importantly, at a deeper level, at a, like a spiritual checkpoint here, and a mental hack, what is your motivation when you prospect? See, almost everyone in network marketing that I know of has a problem, has a, has a product or a service that solves a problem for somebody. You need to identify who those somebodies may be, and you may not know. Sometimes, for example, sometimes somebody who's health, apparently healthy and in shape and, and, and is active and doesn't smoke and is not diabetic and is thin, that person sometimes, haven't you heard the story of that person just having that sudden widow-maker heart attack? It happens. You never know whose life you're going to change or save with a product or service in this great profession called network marketing. We bring solutions. We bring solutions. So if you're not bringing solutions to enough people, you're not going to get momentum and it'll be more difficult for you to build up to a big, large campfire on your team. So what is your motivation? This is the very beginning moment of taking action. This is, yes, day 16, but this training today, is this podcast is about your process at a motivational level. You know, the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. It also says, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, I'll give it to you later when you have it now with you. Again, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. To whom much is given, much is required or expected. If you have a solution and you have somebody next to you that might need it, it's not your decision for them to implement that solution. It's their decision. But if you don't know, um, if they don't know about it, it might be your fault because you could have given it to them now, but you wait, you said, I'll give it to you later. The Bible says, don't wait, you know, give it to them now. Do not say, I'll give it to you later when you have it now with you. So this kind of goes, if you do a business that has a health product or weight loss product or sampling product, see, you don't know who's got, just got a diagnosis that you work with or down the street or your insurance agent or somebody that just got a diagnosis of, you know, diabetes. And the doctor said, you need to lose weight and you need to cut out sugar, right? And, 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 and you have a weight loss product that's proven successful for a great deal of people that use it with a money back guarantee if it doesn't what's the harm of sharing that information see if you have who who has a clog you don't know who has a clogged artery that's about to have a heart attack or a stroke and their life is destroyed and their family is destroyed forever if you have a insurance product right that 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 is like buy term and invest the difference as an example i i love that concept but if somebody has, somebody might have a $10,000 work burial policy or something, 
just enough to get what's the family going to do especially if they have young children what's the family going to do if that breadwinner that primary breadwinner or even the secondary breadwinner passes away are they going to lose their home are they going to get evicted are they going to have to move in with another family member are the children going to have to be separated because the family can't pay their bill you don't know what heartache is going to happen and if you go out there and say look for the same money we can put you know a quarter of a million dollars or something or two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand dollars on you you know what 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 are you doing not sharing it so because let's just say that did happen six months later how how are you um how did you benefit that family forever because you shared an option so i believe obviously that if you have a product that you can sample that makes a difference in people that uh, gets a quick result that's the ideal situation because now you can go give a sample that makes a difference in somebody's life and uh, you know you can immediately uh, be thanked and uh, you know you can change their life and see if they're interested in also sharing it and making money you can start with you can lead with business you could lead with product but the point is we're in a solution business and if your motivation is your greed factor only it's okay they want to make money however if your motivation primarily when you're speaking to that person is what you're going to get they're going to feel it you're going to know it and you may have to just say get on your knees say a little prayer and ask that the good lord put a little more love in your heart and compassion in your heart and then you can go out there and give and give and give and offer and offer and offer a solution and let he who hath ears to hear let him hear and everybody else shake the dust off your feet and never take it personal because you're out there just offering a solution and you're not first and foremost trying to get you're trying to give so what's your motivation check yourself and if you goes one more step when you when you bring on team members are you in this because you want them to make you rich are you in this to help them reach their goals and solve problems financially and stress in their life? And if that's your primary motivation, that's called partnership. That's not sponsoring people to make you rich. That's partnering with people to help them solve the problem in their life. And the back end benefit is the side benefit is that you also win. You also win. And sometimes, let's be candid, we talked about this as candid, sometimes that motivation, that focus can change a little bit and you have to check yourself because you put others first and you will be rewarded. That's the only way that you will have a definite win because the right people won't refuse the right help. The right people will never refuse the right help if the approach is, you know, decent. So that's day 16 until tomorrow and tomorrow we're going to be covering another super pro tip but we're not going to mention what it is today that's for tomorrow day 17 but in the meantime this is day 16 what's your motive are you in this to give or are you in this to get hopefully it's both but primarily you're in this to solve problems first till tomorrow join the journey Thank you for sharing today's 365 Days of MLM to Freedom podcast. And remember to email your questions and comments directly to Rome at 365daysofmlm at gmail.com. And until next time, we want to encourage you to join in on the journey.